Atomic Joints Activated. Good Thursday morning. It was pointed out to me <clears throat> that I may ramble a bit with regard to these podcasts. I believe that is uh, an accurate description of uh, my stream of consciousness podcast about gaming and the pawn shop and life in general. And uh, I don't see that that's going to change, really. (laughs) I mean, I'm not creating a set of, uh, like, I'm not listing out the things that I'm going to talk about necessarily other than quick mental note. And so I don't have guidelines. And I I definitely go off the rails and whatever. Uh, It's like I'm sandboxing the podcast. Anything. I can move to any hex. And then anything could pop up. It's just one giant book full of random tables of shit that could happen during the podcast. But I, it's it's accurate. I'll, I'll give it that. It, it I don't I don't think it's problematic for me. I've never received a pod uh, like a you know a message from the podcast saying it's problematic for somebody else. I assume if it bothers somebody, they simply don't listen. Which is how you should podcast shop. Right? That's how you should spend your podcast dollar with your ears. So last night, uh, maybe you're shocked after last week's podcast to hear me again uh, or to know that I actually played a game last night. But it, it did happen. Um, of course, yeah. Am I reassessing how much time and energy I'm going to put into my hobby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all still going on. I mean, it's not a five-minute process. It's not a five-day process. I think it's an ongoing process. I feel like the time that I spent this week working on gaming was well spent. And uh, the two hours or so that I spent online uh, with the guys gaming last night was good. And uh, so it was a positive equation, you know, and it was fine. Um, You know, there's not a lot to talk about uh, with regard to the to the game, you know, unlike some podcasts where they'll, like, blow by blow, or there's a particular piece of what happened during the game session that I want to bring up, which does sometimes happen. I I don't really feel like necessarily um, we did anything all that fantastical. I will say, and uh, this is uh, really Hobbes' idea, and I think it's a good one. I think when, when parties travel from place to place, if they have a mode of transport, like a wagon or a cart or something that they tend to use to haul their crap around, their treasure or their personal belongings, it's wasted space if there's uh, a financial opportunity. And in the case of last night's game, there indeed was a financial opportunity uh, that Hoff, Hobbes' character, was keenly aware of, and that is uh, the shipping of fished products from the lake to the larger city-slash-town that they had come from had had been off, had stopped because of the goings-on in the area, and with that resolved by the party, there now came an opportunity to be the first ones back to that larger city-town with a shipment of goods. Um, that Hoff assumes will fetch a premium. And in all likelihood, he's right. How he's going to assess markets, I'm not sure. Um, Because they will clearly be new 
players in that market. Where they will ultimately sell that product, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll eventually get there. So, unless something sidetracks the party, which <laughs> it might. And that would be awful, wouldn't it? Just barrels full of fish. Not, not doing so well in the summertime heat or the springtime heat. But maybe, maybe the the profit loss on whatever they stumble into will will force their hand. I don't know. In any event, I gamed, and that's that. And uh, we have another game scheduled. We'll see if we make it. Not next week, because uh, I'm on vacation next week. I managed to take some time off, and I'd like to say that I'm on vacation, but I'm not going on vacation. You know, I recently purchased a home, and that really did take a lot out of savings and um, the rebuilding of that savings and making sure that there is money for some emergencies, I guess, uh, is important. So we're, we're just staying home. Um, neither of us is super pleased about it. We have gone away before. Uh, my son doesn't seem to care one way or the other. He was away a few weeks ago uh, to the seashore, so uh, to Cape May. So I think that he's fine to sort of sit around and we have things to do um we were members of a swim club during the summertime so we have access to that all week and and uh the marvel's avenger marvel's avengers uh franklin institute exhibit is going on so we bought tickets for that and uh, the new spider-man movie will open up next week so we'll do that and there'll be, I think, a fair amount of home cooking and a fair amount of going out as well. There'll be an exceptional amount of ice cream. And then after the week of uh, staycation is over uh, and the debauchery ends, uh, Fat Man here is going on a pretty aggressive diet because it's really my weight gain has taken a lot out of me yet again. And hopefully this will be the last time I diet. Uh, you know, it's, it's endless. It's an endless battle. And uh, I lose it every time. Something, in the end, gets me. You know, I lost a ton of weight. Divorce, crushed. I lost a lot of weight. Sick and move, crushed. So, it just happens. It happens every, every time. But, hopefully I can control it this time. I don't know. Making no promises. Other than, it'll begin... Uh, after next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. So, as for the pawn shop, what's to do with the pawn shop, Howard? You haven't talked about the pawn shop in a while. Is anything happening there? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's hot outside. So we're now in our second day of above 90 degrees here in Philadelphia. Right now, uh, it's 8.52 in the morning. We're pushing about 85, 86 degrees. And it will, it will push past the 90 barrier probably sometime around 10 or 11. You know, it's interesting. Uh, temperature absolutely affects human behavior. It affects all animal behavior, I believe. But human behavior is, of course, what I have to deal with. Um, I don't have packs of roaming dogs coming in trying to sell me things or, um, you know, herds of elephant uh, trying to pawn their trunks. It's just not happening. It's people. It's people, and they're already economically uh, in a bad way, you know, in general. And then the summer heat, you know, cold uh, seems to literally cool things out. You know, middle of the winter, 
Uh, it's not that I don't get an angry customer in the middle of the winter, but the cold definitely has a particular effect on people where I don't know that it's a calming effect or that their brain is chilled out or what the, what the story is. I don't know the science that has to do with how heat and cold affect human behavior, but I can tell you that in the, in the wintertime, it, it's much calmer in the store and again there's the holiday time maybe that has something to do with it there's a lot of factors I'm sure but in the summer people are hot they're sweaty they're stinky and uh, they are angry they are they get angry at tiny things at ridiculous things there also seems to be a distinct, a greater lack of funds available to the folks in the community that I serve during this time of year. Now, I don't know if that's because they're they're putting out more quickly what they do have. They're expending quickly what they do have. And again, many of these people own a fixed Social Security-based or uh, welfare-based income. But they will bring me things that... Uh, are they're unusable um, they're just not things that I deal with in some cases and that makes them angry because they just don't understand why I don't deal with it for instance I'll give you for instance designer eyewear a pair of Gucci glasses well there are a lot of fake Gucci glasses out there and I am no expert on a fake versus a real Gucci glass and while people are always bringing me uh, Gucci or other designer eyewear, they never come in the store saying, hey man, do you have any designer eyewear? So given this uh, imbalance, I simply don't take it because it's not worth taking. Also, people have spent a lot of money if, if they've gone to the mall, if they've gone to Macy's or whatever and spent a lot of money on a piece of designer eyewear, and, and, and it is real, though I can't tell one way or the other, and then you say, well, I'll give you like 4 or $5 for it. They look, they get angry, very angry. Like, I paid $400 for these glasses. I don't understand. And I, I really, I try sometimes to explain why designer goods are not worth anything to anybody really on the back end. But it's a, it's a losing conversation and one that I try to avoid because I know that all, all their head is only focused on I spent $400 and anything I say around that or after that or about that, it just it gets filtered through that and, and they don't care. They just don't understand. They're just angry because they spent a lot of money and now their shit's not worth anything. And I've got news for you, dear listener. Your shit is not worth anything. Um, yes, yeah, specifically if it's a designer, good. I mean, four times a year... Fossil makes watches for Michael Kors, and he comes out with you know seasonal watches uh, at at two or three hundred bucks a pop. And if you're wearing it, you're the coolest kid in school that week. <clears throat> but then a year from then, you're not so cool anymore. It's not that interesting, and you want to get rid of that four hundred dollar, three hundred dollar watch or whatever. And I tell you, I'll pay twenty dollars for it, and you're like, what'd you say? Uh, are you crazy? And I'm going to say, no, I'm not crazy. And then they want to know why, but then they've only got that $400 filter in their head and they can't understand it. Electronics. They buy electronics. They think they're savings accounts. They're not. They're meant to be enjoyed. Use them. Enjoy them. 
because they don't have residual value. The shit you own does not, most of the shit you own does not have residual value. I mean, a few items do, but every car doesn't have the same residual value. I found that Mazda holds its value much better than Nissan, and Nissan holds its value much better than Ford. And I don't really understand why, but I understand that it does. Uh, Your shit is not worth anything. It's just not. I mean, even the gold you went to the jewelry store to buy or that ring that you spent $4,000 on, well, the jewelry store, they got over on you. They marketed to you. You know, uh, a common jewelry conundrum, an angry summertime conversation will often be that a person comes in with a ring that has many, many little stones. They're real. They're just very tiny. And the jewelry store told them there was a carat carat uh, uh, a carat's worth of diamonds so they think they have a one carat ring but they don't a single stone carat size is a one carat ring and what you have bought is marketing and so you have a lot of little stones in this ring and they're not valuable and if one or two of those little stones happen to have bumped out in the time that you wore that ring well now absolutely not valuable it's just scrap metal and the little stones they're harvested but they they fetch very little in the market so that you paid three thousand dollars and you have thirty dollars worth of gold and you have five dollars worth of little tiny speckly stones and you're freaking out at me but i'm not the one to be mad at i'm just there i'm a target uh, i'm convenient but I'm not the one you should be mad at. You should be mad at the jewelry store for, uh, you know, bilking you out of money. And you should be mad at yourself for not having done actual research about what it is to buy a piece of jewelry, what it means. And you should also be mad at yourself because you didn't shop it out very well. Maybe you went to a couple different jewelry stores, but there are other outlets for jewelry. And if you come into my store and you see a ring for $400 that's got a single, you know... I don't know, 30-point stone, nice big round stone or pear-shaped stone or whatever, you know, decent band, you know, a few pennyweight worth of gold, and and the same ring you just saw down the road at Zales or whatever, and it was $3,000, and you want to know why. It's simple. I'm not marketing to you the way they are. I don't have the overhead those stores have. Um, And I don't have an ignorant customer base. People who buy jewelry from me, they already are in one of two positions. They're too uh, poor to go to a real jewelry store and and, and spend the ridiculous money the jewelry store is asking them for. Or they've learned their lesson already. And I tell people the same thing every time. And that is, you don't have to buy jewelry at my pawn shop. Certainly, I don't care. But you should buy your jewelry at a pawn shop if you can. If what you need is not incredibly specific and you don't have to go to someone for a specific thing. And I understand some people have a specific desire, a specific need in a piece of jewelry, and they have to go to a jeweler. They're the one that can create it or that will have access to it easily. And I just have what comes through the door. So, but if you're flexible, I'm like the price line of jewelry, you know. Um, You may not get exactly what was in your mind, but if you can get close and save $2,000, I call that a win. Doesn't stop people from being angry in the summer. The heat fucks people's brains up. It boils them inside, and it comes out their mouths. And uh, there's going to be a lot of fights this summer. It's going to be a hot summer, 
there's going to be a lot of angry customers. Like I feel it in my bones already. Uh, you know, the store is cool. We keep the air on. We keep the music on. It's on like you know, mellow jazz or uh, Motown or something. You know, something to try to keep everything even keeled. But all of those forces cannot fight a person who's been standing in you know 94 degree weather or walking around for four hours trying to find three dollars to buy a Lucy. You know. So, I'm preparing. I'm mentally and emotionally preparing. I'm going to take this break knowing full well that when I come back, I will be in the thick of it. And uh, that's just the way, the way of the pawn shop. And in my many years there, it's been the same. And I don't suspect it's going to change. Uh, that's it. That's really the report from, uh, from this part of the world. There's not much else going on. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've cut out my my Sunday game live. That's done. Um, my other Sunday game, it just seems to be the one that I play in. That just seems to be derailed. I'm not going to try to play in any other games. Uh, and I'm skipping back sort of the beginning of the podcast. I'm I'm doing a little callback here. Um, people have been very kind, and I I appreciate the comments that folks have left. Um, you know, they've been uh, practical. Uh, they've been hopeful. Um, and, you know, I, I sense that those people don't necessarily want to see someone leave the hobby. And, and I get that. Uh, there's few enough of us, I guess, at this stage still playing the old way. And every loss is, is felt. Uh, but... I will say that, uh, you know, the reassessment continues. My, I, I do not plan to join any other games. I don't want to commit to something that I don't know that I can sustain, either my own intellectually and emotionally or because other things in life may or may not crop up. I do plan on keeping this uh, Wednesday night game running until such time as everyone decides that it, it should not run anymore, that sort of there's a generalized group decision that either they've had enough of me or they've had enough of the game or that someone else would like to run. Um, but, I, you know, it's really just in its early stages and people keep coming back to the table and, and hopefully they're being honest that they are enjoying it. And if they're not, I, I, I want honesty from folks. But I think I think they are enjoying it and um, we're not moving super fast through things. Uh, we're not crushing it. It is only a couple of hours every week, so... Uh, that's it. They're probably, I don't know that there's going to be a cast next week. I have time. So maybe I'll do like a vacation staycation update for you folks. Let you know what's going on. I want you to have a great week ahead. I know the 4th of July is coming up. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the the grill. Have a good time. Enjoy some fireworks. Uh, remember what America is, what it was, what it, what it was supposed to be. It's grand experiment, and hopefully that grand experiment continues and, and is not in its death throes as we tear each other apart politically and ideologically. Uh, hopefully we can, we can withstand these forces, these political and economic forces that bear down on us constantly, because I, I, I believe that America is a good place. It is a, it is a great idea. And, um, I, you know, and in as many times as I have complaints about the way that it's run or managed about 
um, the abuse of freedom that often occurs around me, um, the abuse of the system that is put in place to keep people uh, oppressed even though they don't know it. That's its own crazy podcast, isn't it? Maybe that'll be next week. Let's talk about America next week. Let's do that. All right. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Game on.